Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome to Forward Farming. We should really like plan that out maybe someday. That's, that's a future us problem. So today we're going to be doing a question and answers video. You guys sent us some pretty good questions. Some of them made us giggle. Some of them made us scratch our heads. <laughs> but we're going to talk about them all. So um, yeah. let's get this thing rolling. Let's start off with some highs and lows. What was your high for the week? I'm going to call out Jess Peter. She's my high for the week. <laughs> what <When> she... <laughs> Her stories today, every time I watched them, just made me laugh. So I know she tagged you in one, but like, apparently there was drama on Instagram. I don't, I'm not involved in it, so I don't know what it is about. But so she started like insulting people on her stories today, but she's the nicest person ever. So all of her insults were compliments. It just made me smile and it spread joy. And she's just always so happy and positive. I saw she tagged me in something and then I watched it. I'm like, what the heck is this? I didn't see it from the beginning. Like, uh, Uh, thank you. (laughs) Why is she doing this? Yeah, so Jess was my high for the week. Made me giggle. Oh, and my other high was that we got our first pig back and I made bacon tonight to make carbonara and it was so good. I saw that. It looked tasty. Do you have any guilt eating your pig? Any guilt at all? Be like, oh, Wilbur. No, they're assholes. <laughs> they're assholes. No, no, no guilt. We didn't name them. We didn't. No. I, I think when you buy them and you know, like what you know, you know that they're gonna be butchered at the end of it. I think that helps. Like you don't get them as pets. You get them for a purpose. I so I had someone. Um, yeah, I had someone message me the other week, turned out to be a vegan, but we had a good conversation before that. But she uh, she was like, don't you ever like feel guilty butchering them? And I was like, no, like I, I truly believe God put them on this planet for a purpose and that purpose is to feed our families and, you know, yada, yada. And then things took a turn for the worse when she was like, I don't think God wanted us murdering innocent animals and raping them and I was like okay okay oh no (laughs) it's time for you to leave (laughs) yeah it was like it was good conversation until that point and I was like all right we're done here (laughs) did she follow you for a while up until then I don't know I don't think I ever talked to her before but she did follow me which was weird so I I don't know I have a strict block anyone that calls me a murderer rapist that's fair Life in general is rough, I tell you. Yeah. I have this uh, giant pimple on my eye today. It just came out of nowhere. It's like right on top of my eyebrow, like underneath my brow bone, like right in the crease. One of those painful ones? Yeah, it's just like Mount Vesuvius, and I can't (laughs) can't make it go away. Wow. I hate when you get them like in your ear on your nose and they're just like, ugh, volcanoes. 
the worst. Um, anyways, back to happy things. What was your high for the week? Um, my high for the week is that it's a short week. It's a much needed short week. I'm sorry. You, you had to work on Monday, didn't you? You always have to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my boss is nice enough, my dad, to <laughs> let us have Monday off this week as kind That's of like nice. a last hurrah before harvest starts um so we found out we're going to be starting monday as in like a few days it's from like now three days yeah. four days yeah four days yeah so we're gonna be starting monday and we're just gonna go uh for that week and then we're gonna take a couple weeks off and then we're gonna start back up in october so That's exciting yeah and bow season opens this weekend your season are you gonna sit mm-hmm. out i have to work saturday i uh, i have like sunday off and so does joy but it's gonna be really warm so i don't know if it'll be worth a sit but i wouldn't mind sitting just because i like when it's warm out <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think all this so, cold we'll weather probably killed a lot of the bugs so maybe no like mosquitoes or anything that is true yeah yeah i wouldn't mind sitting sunday morning we'll see what joey feels like doing he's been at night's this whole week so he's awfully tired i bet poor guy what was your low for the week so we kind of (laughs) sucked like i don't do weather changes and it's been raining the last three days and then sophia hasn't been sleeping great joe's been kind of cranky joe's been at night so that's really hard like because he gets home at 3.30, and then the kids wake him up at, like, 7. So he, like, gets no sleep. So then I try to get home early from work so he can sleep in the afternoon. When I'm trying to, like, keep the kids quiet so he can sleep, and it's just getting ready for the week to be over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, since it's been cold, we're kind of on the verge of frost watch tonight. It's supposed to get down, I think, to, like, 25 degrees. Ooh. So I shouldn't bitch about my 40. <laughs> yeah, it's like 10 degrees colder in the beds than it is on like the high ground or just like normal. Oh, so um we've it's been kind of it's been borderline close to the point where we're having to start uh running irrigation in the morning. So I've been having to get up um waking up like at 3:30 every morning again and that's hard. That's a hard habit to get back into when you're used to sleeping until like five o'clock, six o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. But Dan's shift is right before mine. So his shift um, starts at two o'clock. And so he gets up like at quarter to two. And like the past few nights, he's just like startled the bejesus out of me every time his alarm goes <laughs> off or something. And like, I can't fall back asleep because my heart's just racing so fast. So I've been waking up at like one uh, forty-five and not being able to fall back asleep. So I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the weekend warm up. <laughs> this is rough. Yeah. Does the weather like this, like, what does it do for, to the cranberries? Um, does it kind of slow, slow them down or? Kind of, it helps the color turn a darker red. So they don't mind oh. it. So they're they're pretty much done growing at this point. It's all just about the color changing, which is okay. what, what we need for harvest. So this is this is not bad. We can handle a couple cold nights, but 
the frost is what we kind of have to be wary of. You don't want them to get too cold. Right. That makes then sense. They, then they get a little soggy. <laughs> no one looks a soggy ball berry. <laughs> oh, is that inappropriate? No. Not for today. I'm so tired. <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on my first drink, so it's not like I can even blame it on that. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm not even like slap happy anymore. I think I'm just on the down. <laughs> Do you get to like nap at least when you wake up that early? Um, If I can fall back asleep, I will. I'll set my alarm for like every 15, 20 minutes depending on how fast the weather's changing. So you get little naps in here and there, but um, usually no. So during harvest, it kind of sucks. It's a long day from like 3.30 yeah. until 6, 6.30. But do what you gotta do. So buy your cranberries, please. <laughs> what are your goals? I'm excited. I'm gonna, when they're like, when they're in the store, I'm buying them fresh. I'm going to try one. If you uh, send me your address, I can send you some if you'd like. Will you put a return address on it? <laughs> Maybe I'll put my grandma's or something. <laughs> All right, deal. Or I'll get Bear a P.O. box. <laughs> oh, he'd like that. I'll send him stuff all the time. Perfect. Win-win. My goal... Um, I don't know, I feel like I have a lot to catch up on when it, when it warms up and when it dries up a little bit, like, it's just kind of in survival mode the past couple of days, just getting chaos fed, and I had a bed them yesterday, which, like, was sand, normally don't have to bed them at all, but it's just been raining so much that I had to bed them, especially with it being a little bit colder, too. Um, so I'm hoping if it stops, I think it's supposed to stop raining tomorrow, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it, um starts to dry up so we can get calves moved around and vaccinated and stuff but that'll be my goal for the next week what about you does the weather really affect the cows like when it swings like this yeah it's not not good um it's really hard on the calves it's hard on the cows too but they're not as fragile as calves are um so when it when it swings like this it's just they get pneumonia, they can get sick easier. It's just like the stress of it makes them sick. So it's kind of been a frustrating week. Um, no one's like super sick, but they're they're just not feeling great. So I'm ready for the weather to kind of just level out a little bit. Me too. I'm not a big fan of this. No. It went like the temperature really isn't that bad. It's just the fact that it's been nonstop raining. Yeah. Not even raining. It's like a just spitting Mist. all day. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. I think like the first day we had maybe like a quarter inch of rain and it just kind of sprinkled all day. And then yesterday we got maybe like a half inch. Just constant all day annoyance. Yeah. I don't even know how much we had. A lot. It's soggy. Then I felt like a dick because I like, was complaining about it today and then someone's like, you know, we could really use the rain in California where like everything's burning and I was like, wow, cool, yep. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like a dick. <laughs> I would send it to you if I could. 
Uh, oh, I also yeah. forgot that I took Bear and Winnie. They had a vet appointment the same day, back-to-back appointments. <laughs> and that go. <laughs> is exciting. I um, brought Winnie's carrier out the night before. She hates going to the vet because she just turns into the spawn <laughs> of Satan. Like, she just refuses to go. And I put the carrier out thinking that, oh, maybe I can, like, get her a little bit off edge thinking that she'll kind of get used to the smell of it again and just be calm when the morning comes around. She was fine that morning, like leading up to the departure. She was fine. She's chilling. (laughs) She's eating like, like a good little kitty. And so I go out and I load bear up in my truck and I come back in and like, I just look at her and she just bolts off upstairs. (laughs) How do you know? Cats so are smart. She's so smart. So she was hiding underneath the bed and I had to go get the broom and like push her out. It was a whole <laughs> big thing. <laughs> and I loaded her up and we had like a 40 minute drive to get to the vet clinic. So Bear's in the back seat of my truck and I have like a little um, seat cover thing for him, but he can still poke his head between the seats. And when he was sitting in the passenger seat up front with me and Bear just like turns and looks at her and just like plops his face on her carrier. And she's just, it's a little demon. So traumatizing. (laughs) I felt so bad. And I'm like trying not to swerve off the road, yelling at the dog. (laughs) So I was like, I was, I texted Dan when I got there. I was like, if this is what having children is like, then oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> so Sorry to break it to you. So I got Bear out uh, at the vet. His appointment was first. And normally he's pretty good, but he just turned into like this wild bucking bronco as soon as he got out of the truck. Like he's just jumping all over the place and barking at everything. And he goes in, he just had to get a couple of shots. And so he was out in like five minutes and he comes trotting out with like this red thing hanging out of his mouth. Like when he has something that he's not supposed to, he knows. And he has like this happy little trot that he does. <laughs> he's just like a little horse. He's just so happy. So he's just like flopping his head back and forth with this toy. And the vet was like, yeah, we got a bunch of these toys in. And um, he was just really interested and I couldn't get it away from him. So <laughs> we're just going to send it home with him. And it's like this worm. It's this big red worm. It has pointy teeth and kind of like a pirate bandana. So I don't know if it's like a pirate parasite type worm. It's super weird, but he loves it. <laughs> and, and then, and then yeah, Winnie went in and uh, she was a perfect little angel. She didn't growl or bite or anything and they love her. So loaded them back up and home we go. <laughs> How much does Bear weigh now? They didn't tell me, but I'm assuming probably 75 pounds. Oof. Six months. So he's a big boy. Doing good. He is living and loving it. All right. You want to answer some questions? Let's do it. What is your favorite on-the-go snack or meals when you're working all day? If I bring food to work, I usually bring like pretzels and string cheese, like fast stuff that I can just grab. Um, but if I stop at Quick Trip, hola, <laughs> I, uh, I, always, I always get the cheese and 
um, beef snack stick like combo that they have. Mm. They're so good. So that is a good snack that kind of fills me up. Um, I don't tend to bring like meals to work. If I'm going to be there all day, we usually just run into town and grab something. Um, and if I like bring too much food to work, then I just get tired. So I, <laughs> yeah, I just snack occasionally, but yeah, uh, I think that's easy to eat on the go. We live right on the marsh, so we go home for lunch. So we don't, I don't know if I'm working all day, I can just stop at home and grab something. What is your favorite and least favorite job on your operation? Just doing all the hard Ooh. questions first. My least favorite job is, ooh, it's a toss up between washing huts and washing buckets. I think it's washing, it's power washing huts for sure. Oh, then you get all it's wet. It's not and... even that, yeah, and it's like, it's not hard, it's just you get dirty and you get wet and it takes a while and my biggest thing is like when you're holding the handle, we have a really nice power washer like with a boiler on it and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you have to sit there and hold the handle the whole time and I always get a blister on my thumb. Because it's just like, I mean, it's it takes about an hour and a half to wash like a roll oh, of I suppose. And so then your just, hands get wet and... Yeah, it just... Rubs but, the wrong way. Ugh. Yeah. Washing buckets isn't that much more fun, but... I usually, if I like wash a bunch at a time, I just take my phone and I go on like Netflix or something and I just watch a show <laughs> and then it goes really fast. <laughs> um, my least favorite job is during harvest, we have to pull our irrigation pipe out um, before we knock fruit off. So we have pipe that ranges from like four inches to two inches in diameter and it's just big, long, heavy aluminum pipes that we have to take out and then lob up on the dams. So there's already water in the Ooh. beds. So you're pulling this pipe that's full of water and you have to dump it out and then you have to lug it across. You have to like find the middle of the pipe and walk with a cold pipe and you're cold and you're wet and it's a lot of work and I'm really slow at it, but. How long are they? Um, they're like 12 feet, 12 to 15 Ooh. feet sections so that's kind of crummy but yeah. we're getting what's we're your getting, favorite job um hmm. i like irrigating in the mornings that's probably my favorite it's very peaceful i'm by myself it's almost meditative but not because i don't have that much yeah. patience <laughs> it's just nice <laughs> and quiet and then i can just kind of check on everything and it's a good time yeah. to just like get focused for the day. Mornings are my favorite. Like it's just everything's kind of slow and you can just kind of chill out for a little bit. Usually usually nothing bad has happened at that point in your day. So it's just Yeah, like that's true. Super relaxing and you can just think, oh what's what agony awaits me today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my favorite part, um, not always the easiest thing, but I really enjoy when new calves come into the, into the world, the miracle of life. <laughs> it's, 
it really never gets old. Like most of the time we don't have to help them. They're pretty good at having calves on their own and stuff. Um, but I don't know, just seeing a new baby is always exciting, even though it adds a lot more work to the day. It's always a nice, yeah. I saw that cute one that you posted, was it this morning, that big one? Did you have to pull one out? Oh, today? yeah. Yeah. I hate this poor heifer. She she was trying so hard, and I kind of look over at her, and I saw the size of the feet, and I was like, mm, you're probably not going to have that on your own. Like, Aww. he was a big boy. And so I went, and uh, yeah, I, I started pulling, and I wasn't going to be able to get it by myself, so I called my boss, and he helped me get him out. He's doing great, and she was doing great, but the more you, there's like a fine line between letting them calve on their own and pulling them. Like, it's not ideal to pull them because you want it just to happen naturally and stuff. Like, it's better for the calf overall. But at the same time, if you wait too long, the calf can kind of take in too much fluid or, you know, something can go wrong. So I um, I let her calve by herself for probably a good hour before I intervened because um, she really wasn't making any progress. So. It was a happy ending. What does a normal calf weigh when it's born? A Holstein, the average is between like 80 and 100 pounds. The brown Swiss is probably like 800 pounds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> brown Swiss are always, <laughs> they're always bigger. <laughs> they're usually, they're probably closer to 100 pound average. <laughs> wow. So how big was this one that you pulled today? Uh, if I had a guess, he was probably around 90 pounds. We don't weigh all of them. I, I used to, actually. I For a while, I was weighing them when they were born. And then when I weaned them, just to see, like, our average daily gain, to see how we were doing and stuff. Um, by, I, know, I did that for a while, and numbers were good, so I stopped doing it just because it's more work for me. <laughs> how, how long do you typically bottle feed them? Uh, so they're in the bottle for six weeks, and then we start weaning them. So when we wean them, they just they drop from two feedings of milk a day to one feeding. Um, and then at seven weeks, they're completely off of milk. Do they get crabby? Um, <laughs> they're not. They're not terrible when they're in their hut. Like you'd think they would be crabbier, but when you move them into the calf barn then they are so loud. Like, they will beller for probably two or three days before they're like, oh, okay, we're done with milk now. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're crabby, but they just, they see you and they start bellering at you because they know. <laughs> they expect to be fed. Yeah, they know you get the goods. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. This question kind of made me laugh. Um, do you have any side hobbies? Do you have time for any side hobbies? <laughs> I mean, technically, I guess farming here is a side hobby. <laughs> that probably doesn't count. Um, hunting is probably the only side yeah. hobby we have. Yeah. Us too. Um, it's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay that we don't have a life. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. 
Um, someone asked, Becca, any advice for a new-to-be farm mom? And Amber, what's your favorite scrunchie? <laughs> Do you want to go first? Um, my favorite scrunchies, I had to message her back right away because um, my scrunchie brand that I get um, them from, they just released a new line of scrunchies and they sell out really fast. So I sent her a message. And I said, go check these out. Um, but it's called Do Edit, D-E-W. Uh, it's a girl from The Bachelorette who started her own scrunchie line. And so I have a bunch of their scrunchies, and they're really great. So use, code, awesome. Amber. <laughs> use code Amber for 10% off. Just kidding. I don't have a code. <laughs> <laughs> you could try it. Maybe you'll get 10% off. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Let me know if it does work, because I'd like to use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> um today, best, what color do I have in today uh I think it's a purple like the bandana material like that paisley oh yeah thing I don't know I don't have enough hair to put a scrunchie in anymore but I always use them for Sophia because she's got long thick hair Her I'll have to check those out yeah they make mini versions. I usually get the mini ones. They're like Ooh. baseball size and their full size are like softball sized. Depending on how thick or fine your hair is. Just fun. I learned something new. I didn't, didn't know there was different size scrunchies. They're like um, $23 for three scrunchies of the small ones. So I also found pretty good ones on Amazon if you want to spend $20 on like 200 scrunchies. <laughs> That's quite expensive, but I mean, if they're good quality. Yeah. I do. I've worn the same one for like a year and a half straight and it's still holding up pretty well. So. That's actually pretty good that yeah. I didn't like lose elasticity. So at least they last long. Um, okay. Advice for new moms. New farm Working mom. on the farm? Yep. New farm moms. Um, whatever you're doing, give yourself twice the time. Give yourself, <laughs> give yourself, um, give yourself grace. I think that's the biggest piece of advice I have. You'll get it done. It's just, it's not going to go as fast as you thought. It's not going to go as smooth as you thought it would. Because babies are quite demanding. Um, with, <laughs> with Sophia and Joe, I took them both to work with me for the first year. And um, thankfully, like, I kind of worked by myself most days. Um, when I was milking and stuff, my coworkers were really great. If the baby was crying and I had to go feed them or whatever, they were they were good about that. But it's you can't just, with a newborn, be like, oh, just wait till I'm done, honey. Like, I'll be right there. Like, no, <laughs> if they're hungry... <laughs> they need food right now. Um, you'll kind of, I don't know, you'll get in a routine. It's, it's really hard. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's hard, but it's worth it. Um, and then I'm trying to think of like some of my top things that I used. I got a, um, travel size pack and play, which was awesome. Um, so it's like, I think Greyco makes them. I don't know if any other brands make them, but it's just a smaller pack and play which is great for just playing once they're old enough and taking naps and stuff. And mine actually fit perfectly in the back of my truck. Um, so like on hot days or cold days, I would just put it in the back of my truck and drive my truck to wherever I was so that they could be 
in there and still be close. I could keep an eye on them, but I didn't have to worry about like the elements, especially if it was raining or something. You took the that child out house. before you started driving, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that a clear? It'd be like if I <laughs> no, it'd be like if I was feeding calves or whatever and I was on the calf pad with them. Like I would I was able to keep them in the truck. It wasn't often that I did that. Oh my gosh, guys, don't call CPS on me. Yeah, that took a swing. No, okay. So yeah, I would just leave my truck running and then the kids could still play in it and be safe and out of the elements. But don't drive like that. Put them in their car seat. Just for clarification. Um, yeah. The other big thing is to get a good carrier, a baby carrier. Um, with Sophia, I had first gotten like a, a just a cheap one from Target. I don't remember the brand of it. And like the first couple of times I wore her, I'm like, this is terrible. Like it was really uncomfortable. It hurt your back and stuff. And so then I um, got a Lily baby. I just kind of, I know there's a couple other good brands out there too, but um, I got one of those. And that was life-changing, like being able to carry them, uh, especially on your back when they're old enough, because you can do a lot more things on the back. But um, you learn to adapt. So just give yourself grace, and you'll get it. Cool. And don't drive with your baby in the back of They are not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite cran-dairy combo? <laughs> mm. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the only one I think I've ever had um, <laughs> those I talked about these like the last podcast or something those Sargento the, oh yeah yeah those little you can't think snack, of the names snack pack things like those little yeah, round ones got... of stuff yeah, why can't I think of the name of them? But anyways, they've got the cranberries, but then they've got um, like cheddar cheese in there with them. And it's a really good combo. And then I think cashews too with a little bit of salt. Mm. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Have you had cranberry cheese before? I know the cheesery uh, Mary Pat's. No. That's pretty good. I don't know what kind of cheese it is, but mm -hmm. I should know that. That was good. Um, so at the um cranberry festival near my home where is that at <laughs> it's a very large cranberry festival and they have all things cran food my favorite thing to get there when is, is either when is it yeah uh it's gonna be next next fall they canceled it this year my mom <sighs> That sucks. <laughs> they have cranberry cream puffs. So it's like the cream puffs at the state fair, but with cranberries in it. Hmm. If, if you're in a like cream. Like ground up? Yeah, they chop up like fresh cranberries and they have like a cranberry fluff. That's really good. Ooh. But my ultimate favorite is frozen cranberry cheesecake on a stick. Is that at state fair or? At the Cranberry Festival. Oh, 
<laughs> that makes sense. It's a chocolate covered. Everything's on a stick at State Fair, so I yeah. thought I'd ask. Chocolate covered cranberry cheesecake on a stick. Bomb.com. Hmm. I don't like cheesecake, but that kind of sounds good. Don't give me that look. <laughs> okay, well, that leads me into my next question. What's your favorite dessert at what restaurant? At what restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> um, Custard at Culver's. That was easy. I really have to think about that because we don't go out to eat ever, but. What's your go-to custard order? Typically, I just get chocolate custard. If the flavor of the day is um, Oreo Volcano something, I'm getting that. Mm -hmm. That is the best flavor of the day. I don't mind, like, the double chocolate-covered strawberry one, too. That's good. I don't like nuts in my ice cream. Anything chocolatey, though, is on there. For those of you that aren't from the Midwest and don't know what Culver's is, it's... I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel so bad for you. It's... I don't um, have Culver's or Quick Trip. Like, that's awful. Yeah, what do you do for fun? That's all we have for entertainment is Culver's and Quick Trip. <laughs> and Menards. Oh, don't get me started on Menards. One time when I was little, I was in Menards with my dad for no more, no less than five hours. And I heard that stupid, you save big money. You save big money when you shop Menards jingle. Like, <laughs> I think they play it four times an hour. It was so you, obnoxious. There's a, first of all, why were you in Menards for five hours? <laughs> because I was with my dad. I don't know what we were doing before Christmas. <laughs> he was probably doing all of his Christmas shopping there. Probably. My, um, there's a TikTok that I've seen a couple times yeah. now that it's like, please rise for the Midwest anthem. And then it's that jingle. They also had one where they just like typed in Menards in their um, Google Maps and they zoomed out and it's just like a cluster of Menards like from Wisconsin <laughs> down to Iowa and Ohio and back and it's just like this giant ball of pins for Menards. It was pretty funny. Um, Great store. That's probably Joey's definitely top five stores. Yeah. Probably his top store. He loves Menards. And for those of you that don't know what Menards is, you can get groceries there. It's like a hardware store. It's like a Home Depot type thing, Building, but yeah, like Home Depot or Lowe's, but more hometowny. Then you save big money. <laughs> They've like literally had eleven percent off since March. Normally, you would have to like wait for it, or if you really needed something, you would pray that it would come the next week so you could go back and get the price adjustment sheet. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but now it's just, I mean, people are gonna riot probably when the 11% goes away. I think we were there last, uh, probably this time last year when we were picking out cabinets for our house and they had it then, and I don't think it's gone away. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, I know since COVID started, it's been there because, I don't know, 
they're probably making buco bucks with everybody doing renovations at home because they got nothing and else then to do. And the people that like don't send it in and forget <laughs> about it because I've done that before. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you go there thinking you're saving all this money and then you forget to send your and they're just in. sitting at their registers like, <laughs> <"Sucka."> <laughs> <laughs> Got another one. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, so I have a really good question, but I'm going to save that for last. I'm really excited to hear okay. your answer for this one. Um, but I have one more on my sheet. Okay. I think. We kind of touched on this last week, but if you could have a farm in any other state, what state would it be? Uh, um, I, you know, I think last time I said summer warm, but yeah, okay, summer warm. <laughs> no, they've got big, they've got, they've got like big spiders and stuff down south too that I don't, I don't know if I get down with that. I'd say like Oregon or Washington because the temperatures, yeah, no, like Oregon or Washington, they have really good temperatures year round, but it rains so much and I, I need sunshine in my life. So I don't know. That's tough. I might change my answer. I could 100% say that. Oh yeah, no, I, I couldn't deal with the people in California. Sorry if you're from California. I think Colorado might mm. be kind of fun. There's just, there's no water there, which I think is, or oh, that'd be pretty. Wyoming. Could you imagine me as like a legit cowboy? <laughs> In like the big open plains of Wyoming. <laughs> just tending to your cranberries <laughs> not even as cranberries just like if i was just like, like a normal could, cowboy just like riding along on my horse or galloping along on my horse corralling the herd i could see it i could see it me and bear <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like riding on a donkey or something i wouldn't even need a horse i just need a saddle for my dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'd be like that monkey from the Taco John's commercials. <laughs> yes. Then you could have a little saddlebag and put Winnie in it. Oh, I love it. I'm going to move tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you. Send me your new address, please. <laughs> okay. I'll send you that address. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, I've got a couple questions. Someone wanted to know where we met. The internet technically we just we just met last two two weeks ago a month ago yeah i don't know how long ago that was yeah the good old internet it's a magical right, place. me all my friends <laughs> <laughs> um okay that's so sad but true <laughs> did you have more no i just like meeting friends is hard enough and then You'd have to like go out and like see people to meet people. And you actually have That's to talk to people. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that, that's no for me, dog. <laughs> I, 
if I can sit on my couch and meet people in like my pajamas, like I do on the internet, then it might be different, but. And you like meet more, I think like-minded people that like you relate to more, Mm -hmm. which helps. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of a loser. I, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking now. Go back in memory lane. Like when you're in college and stuff, you meet so many people mm-hmm. between like classes and like going out and stuff. And then it it goes downhill. Then you all get like real lives and then you just don't like anybody anymore. Yeah, you can't just like go out every, you know, couple nights. Yeah, you can't go out because it's a Tuesday. Oh, yeah, it's wristbands. Let's go out on a Wednesday. <laughs> Our wristband night was Tuesdays. Those are good. Oh, the good days. Did you ever have any bars where the floors were so sticky that it would, like, rip your flip-flop off? I feel like every platform bar was like that. Mm-hmm. I just they had were that, all dirty. Just had that, that smell to it where it's just like, yep, this is a college bar. All right, that was schoolgirls. Say no more. Smell. That was like the the bar that everyone went to at midnight. You didn't go before there, before midnight, because no one was there. You had to be intoxicated to go there. It was... Although the older I got, I loved going to bars like that before midnight, before everyone got there. That was... So our, like, schoolgirls had a second level. So, like, you know, as you get older and you're not, like, completely trash downtown, you go up there and you watch everyone making fools of themselves, and you're like, yeah, that was me once. <laughs> you live and learn, people. Live and learn. I feel bad for people going to college now. Like, they aren't, they just aren't getting the experience. Granted, some of them are being stupid and getting the experience, yeah. but it's just not like it used to be. My cousin's going to school in Eau Claire, I think, and they just got quarantined for two weeks. I couldn't imagine having to be quarantined in a dorm for two weeks. They can't leave I saw the building. Madison had that too. Yeah. Like, what do you do? How do you get food? Mm-hmm. How would your life be different if COVID never happened? Cricket, cricket. <laughs> Well, you see, it hasn't really changed much for us out here. Um, I probably wouldn't be scared all the time to go places. I was like going, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what like, are the dinosaurs coming again? <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> like Walmart's a scary place to begin with, but throw COVID in the mix in a small town where no one wants to wear a mask. And then you just you yeah. just leave and you just feel like you need to run home and take a shower. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just like my Enneagram 6 coming out. <laughs> I'm just afraid of everything. But uh, yeah, I'm just afraid of everything now. I don't like going places. I don't touch things. Ugh, germs. I've had like different stages of, of COVID. I mean, nothing, like not a whole lot changed for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, we don't go like into that many stores to begin with. I'm not a huge Walmart person because we've got Hy-Vee by us, which is 10 times nicer than Walmart. Yeah. Um, 
And I've been doing pickup for a lot of places just because with the kids, it's a lot easier to not drag them into a store. So that the fact that more stores are doing pickup is quite True. amazing. I love that. Um, yeah, we like we always do grocery pickup and Target pickup for everything else. And I don't go into too many stores. Our local hardware store is probably my most frequented. But I for a long time I like always had hand sanitizer in my truck Mm -hmm. it wasn't even because I was scared but it was just like well I mean why not like and then I ran out and like everyone ran out of hand sanitizer and finally I got this new stuff from Farm and Fleet and it smells so bad like (laughs) it makes me want to gag whenever I use it so I like I don't have hand sanitizer in my truck anymore but (laughs) oh it's just so gross (laughs) We stopped somewhere when when we were up in Minnesota and Dan had to use a porta potty and he came out and I was like, did you step in something? Like, did you pee on yourself? What is that smell? And I couldn't figure it out. And then I used hand sanitizer at the same place. And I was like, God, it smells so strong now. And it was a hand sanitizer. It smelled like pee. It just smelled so disgusting. I don't know what, I mean... I know they're trying to get whatever they can to make it, but ugh. you don't I need went to from, use like, Peral that smelled, I don't know, like hand sanitizer <laughs> to this stuff that smelled like, ugh. It smells like cheap tequila that's not really tequila. <laughs> like, I don't, ugh. yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not good. But I think in a way, COVID was a little bit of a blessing for us, which is terrible to say, but, um, People really did a shift in wanting to buy locally from farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that like a couple people made Instagram or not Instagram groups, uh, Facebook groups to connect consumers to farmers. So it was really cool to meet new um, consumers and stuff. And then going into the farmers market, it was kind of a little weird with COVID. I I went to it once last year and it was pretty busy. And this year was kind of hit and miss just because it depended on how people were feeling or whatever, whether they wanted to come out or not. But I don't know, overall it didn't, things haven't really changed for us besides needing a mask to go into places. Mm -hmm. In which now it's just kind of second nature. Like, I don't know, you're going somewhere to throw a mask on. I'm not pro mask by any means, but if someone wants me to wear a mask to get this to go away sooner, I'm going to put a mask on. Yeah. It's like before you had to check yourself for when you left the house for like your phone wallet keys. Now it's just phone wallet keys mask. It's not. Yeah. I just keep a couple in my truck at all times. Yeah. It is what it is. I don't know. Yeah. I read today that the mandate is supposed to be done in like three weeks or something. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see. I can't imagine it would end. I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like it'll be extended if that's. I don't know if he can do that or not. I don't know. I don't know anything, but <laughs> I, I I think I'd worry more if like we were in a big city, mm-hmm. but we're in small town, so. Yeah, our closest neighbor is like two miles away. That's not our family, so. Um, what is the funniest or craziest memory you have from working on the farm? It's not really funny. I felt really bad about this. (laughs) So my dad, when he first started working on the marsh, he married into the business. 
So it's on my mom's side of the family. When he first started working, my mom's grandpa gave my dad his ax that he had had since he was a young sprout. And so my dad loved this ax. He had it with him. He's had it for 30 plus years. Same original handle and everything. And this winter, when we put a flood on, we were taking all the water off. So when we take the water off, we have to pull boards out of the bulkheads. And usually by the time that we have to pull the boards, there's ice that's froze the boards in and we need to chip that ice out so we can pull the boards out and let the water flow through. So I was standing on top of a bulkhead and I had my dad's ax and I was swinging the ax to chip the ice. And- I see where this is going. <laughs> I should have took my gloves off because I thought they had a good enough grip and they didn't and the ax went flying. <laughs> And it hit the back of the bulkhead and just dropped straight down into the water. And he wasn't there. Like, he didn't see it happen. But he saw me pop up with just, like, this oh, shit look on my face. And he just got out. I thought he was going to start crying. He was like, where's the axe? And I was like, ah, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he just, like, didn't really say anything. And we, like, walked back to the shop. And we have magnets on a rope. <laughs> so I had to like kind of shimmy down in into this bulkhead and I'm trying to fish this axe out of the freezing cold water and it's like 20 below zero and he's just kind of standing above me just with like this look <laughs> of disgust on his face and we never found it. So this summer when the water was down, we took the magnet back out there and we fished for it for like an hour and a half. And there's I don't know what happened to it. It's not, and it's not like oh, I can just, no. it's not like I can just jump down in the water because it's like 12 feet deep. <laughs> oh. So, um, I felt really bad. I still feel really bad. He brings it up occasionally. So that's not a funny or crazy, I guess that's kind of a crazy story. That's kind of like my biggest, oh shit moment. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I heard that a lot. And that's kind of, that's like... <laughs> The worst thing you can do. It's like the feeling after you step on your dog's foot or something. You're just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. So I just had to crawl back home with my tail tucked between my legs. And then my mom happened to be standing there and we got back. And he's like, guess what your daughter did? I was like, oh. <laughs> it's always the worst when you get tail between my legs. <laughs> When they, like, put their claim on the other parent, like, guess what your daughter did today? <laughs> oh. Anyway. So sad. That's my story. <laughs> I can't think of, like, a really funny story. We have, I mean, we have a lot of fun at work. I think you have to to get through the long days. The craziest thing was probably the straight line winds that we had come through oh yeah five years ago um that knocked down um one two three four five of our buildings and like <laughs> <laughs> speak of the devil <laughs> wow <laughs> my microphone just went flying 
case you wanted to know what that was. What happens when you don't um, have a stand? See, <laughs> it was actually the winds that took it. Um, mm. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Every building was damaged. Um, it was like over 100 mile an hour winds. I was the only one there at the time, so oh it was a good gosh. time. Did any of the cows go flying? No, we lost um, three or four cows we ended up putting down, and then we put, I think, only two calves down. Like, for what all happened, it was wow the best outcome you probably could. Yeah, like, nothing had died on impact. One of the calves we put down had a broken jaw, um, and then one had a broken leg but it was up like in her shoulder so that is really hard to to be able to fix if it's lower down we can put a cast on it but we weren't able to and then the cows all the milk cows were fine like their barns hardly got any damage um, but our dry cow shed fell or came over um, so we had a few cows that we had to do a terminal c-section on um, and then we had a lot of a lot of wounds that we treated every single day for a very long time but it was crazy I don't wish Yikes. that on anyone yeah that's scary. I don't want that ever again yeah yeah so in that derecho or whatever that was called going through Iowa mm -hmm. that's essentially what happened to us on a small scale but that was that broke my heart seeing all their damage yeah that's scary Ugh. okay this is turning to be a very grim podcast. I'm sorry. Guys. I know. I wish I could have thought of a funny story, but I, I don't know. Lots of funny things happen, but whether or not they're appropriate for the podcast, I don't know. Maybe um, okay. Maybe if, we should just start a Patreon page, and then we can just tell all these inappropriate stories. So it's like an OnlyFans for podcasts. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, no, but I, I, I chose not to, but yeah, that's pretty much what it is <laughs> for all of our college stories. And that, yeah, that honestly probably be it because most of my funniest stories that I can think of involved not water. So, yep. <laughs> uh, all right. If you couldn't farm, what would be your second job of choice? I think I said this before, but I like wedding planning. That's fun. That's enjoyable for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish I could have hired you back in the day. I think I would have done, I don't know. I really enjoy social media. Like I enjoy um, just how it works and how it's like evolving and stuff and the fact mm -hmm. that it's always changing. Um, so I think if I didn't farm anymore, I would want to like go into that. Whether or not it'd be like running social media pages for companies or you know like I think it'd be something like that I love like following Twitter accounts that like quick trip is really good at obviously responding to people but like yep. a lot of big companies are just they do so good at responding like the silliest things I think I would enjoy that getting and paid super smart ass comments super random like moon pies I think is just hilarious or like um planters peanuts how they killed Mr. Peanut and then they had him come back as a baby and then 
they did like this whole merch thing where it's just like baby peanut <laughs> then they had okay, I, think I, it was, that. <laughs> I think it was during the super bowl and they had like a live stream of just baby peanut and then you could like type in request it was like sims for this little tiny peanut so you could be like dance peanut and then the peanut would start dancing <laughs> wow um, i miss that oh it was no, good it would be so much fun <laughs> And I think that's really good marketing for their companies yeah. because if I have a, like a company that's going to interact like that, I'm going to be more likely to buy something from them. Right. Bushlight is good at that. Oh yeah. Can't forget about them. Um, still not sponsored by them, but it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. Um, okay. So this question says, what is the thing that keeps you daring, but we can also do maybe just change it to farming, what keeps you farming. Um, so for me, I think it's, I don't like saying it's in my blood since I didn't grow up doing it. I don't know if I can say that, but the passion that I got from it at such a young age, mm -hmm. it kind of is in my blood. Um, it's one of those things I just can't imagine doing anything else. Like, yeah, I thought about it. Like how, much fun could I have if I sold my cows, didn't have to wake up with a butt crack at dawn every day, like had weekends off, went on vacations with my family and stuff. You think about those things, yeah. but <laughs> I, I don't know, at the end of the day, there's just something about going to the barn, seeing what you're doing every day, and the fact that you get to like work outside and work with your family um, and kind of just live a different lifestyle, I think keeps us around mm -hmm. yeah I think the legacy is a big thing for me just the pride that comes from being here and knowing that it's in like the land is in as good of condition as it was a hundred years ago when your ancestors were here and knowing that you know you're kind of walking the same ground that they did and you're you have the same crop and the, kind of the same process that they did is just a cool feeling and like you said, it's just, you can't, you can't, once you get here, it's hard to walk away from like, yeah, you can, you can kind of daydream about it, but at the end of the day, like it's, it's a good life to be out here. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. What is your this kind of goes with uh, when we talked about the cranberry product. What's your favorite thing to make with the product you produce? Um, I'm not a good, I'm not good in the kitchen by any means, but I found a cranberry ginger snap pie that I can make pretty darn well. It's like a cranberry Ooh. custard type pie. And it's a really pretty color. And you just like ground up ginger snap cookies for the crust with butter. And I got inspired to make this because I like to watch Kids Baking Championship on Food Network. <laughs> and I saw these little kids making a custard for their pie. And I was like, you know, if an eight-year-old can make this, I feel like I can make this. And I did. Mm, and I was, did. I did. And I crushed it. <laughs> so if anybody is interested in this recipe, hit me up because it's pretty good. What do you you have a lot to choose from. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I, I just, I think 
cheese like anything with cheese is my answer like I love adding cream cheese to everything because it makes it all better I don't know if I have like a favorite thing what's your favorite Pizza, cheese maybe Ooh. Ooh, um Colby Jack is probably my favorite like everyday cheese um and then my favorite specialty cheese I don't know if that's what you'd want to call it um is Asiago it's an Italian cheese. It's delicious. But, um, <laughs> why are you laughing at me? Uh, Kickapoo cheese from uh, Ludwig Farmstead Creamery is like a close second to Asiago. It's, it's almost kind of the same taste to it. It's just not the same thing, but it's delicious. That was a good plug. Nice job. You're welcome. Shout out to Tessa. (laughs) It is really good. When I like tried it, I was like, ooh, I have like an alternative to Asiago now. (laughs) Because you can't always find that in the store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. This one's kind of for me, just asking where our milk goes and what it gets made into. Um, So our milk gets shipped to Foremost Farms. And... It primarily gets made into butter, which is sold at Quick Trip. Woo, woo. <laughs> I don't know how many times I'm going to say Quick Trip tonight. I feel like I should get paid five dollars every time I say it. <laughs> so, do you have? Uh, did you have a choice? Uh, like, how does that work? How do you decide who you sell to, or do you? Is there like a difference between like milk? that you drink and the milk that goes into butter or anything? Yeah, so it just depends where you sell to if your milk goes to fluid milk or goes to different products. Um, and you, there's like a lot of different places you can sell your milk to. I don't really have anything to do with that necessarily because my, obviously my boss deals with all that. Um, like before we were shipping to another company that our milk got made into provolone cheese for Subway. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, But 90% of Wisconsin milk is made into cheese. So uh, yeah, a lot of everyone's milk is made into cheese in in Wisconsin. Um, I don't, I don't know, like Prairie Farms by us is probably one of the bigger fluid milk companies around us and they bottle for themselves. They bottle for Hy-Vee, um, Target, Walmart. They've got like a lot of different things. So just depends where you ship to. Um, each company kind of has their own thing going with prices and deductions and all that jazz. I'm not, I don't get too into that because it's enough to make you want to pull your hair out. But yeah, next time you're a quick trip, pick up some butter. Maybe it came from my cows. Perfect. All right. I feel like we're getting to the end of our time here. I have... Um, Ooh. I have one really great question. Okay. And then I have one semi-great question. Okay. What's yours? Tell me. Yeah. Um, so a lovely young lady wants to know, where are all the cute single farmers? Hashtag dream farmer's wife. <laughs> We, uh, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, and I think we're going to set up a uh, a dating app, or like a, an ad service, so all you got to do is like Venmo us, I don't know, five, ten bucks, and we'll, 
depending how demanding depending on how demanding your needs are will determine if it's either five or ten dollars and then we will read it over the air pump you up (laughs) yeah at the end of a podcast or something we can just you know hey meet so-and-so she loves long walks on the beach she'd love to milk cows every day for the rest of her life and her and then, ideal you know, date can... would be at the local quick trip. <laughs> Maybe some custard at Culver's afterwards. Aww. I can just see it now. And then we're going to be asked to officiate their wedding. Let's make this happen. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I don't know where they're all hiding at. Try FarmersOnly.com. They have some good commercials. Check them out. Maybe you'll find love. (laughs) All right. What's your last question? (laughs) Okay. We had a very lengthy discussion at work today about this question. If you if you had to choose lunch meat to be your bed sheets, (laughs) what meat would you choose? (laughs) What a loaded question. I think this is by far the best question I have ever been asked in my entire life. And I'm surprised I never thought of this before. What did you pick? Um, If we're going into like fall winter months, I'm going to pick bologna. Bologna seems comfy. It's it's kind of got like that memory foam. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a little bit thicker. So it'd be nice and toasty. But maybe in like the summer months, I would go for like a really thin shaved ham. Keep you cool. Yeah. Yeah. Try to think. I mean, if you did like a, yeah, if you did salami or something, you just wake up greasy. Yeah. That would I mean, be no good. Bologna is kind of greasy, but then you have like the squishy factor in it too. So it kind of makes up for it. I think bologna is a really good answer. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like I would do turkey in the summertime. Yeah. Seems a little less greasy than ham. Do you know what Dan wanted? He wanted olive loaf. What is that? It's like bologna with olives in it. It's the most appalling looking thing I've ever seen. And I don't know if I can... So did you like... Did you go get divorce papers today? I was going to say, I don't think I can look at him the same way ever again. That his first Who thought even was thinks of that? Why olive you loaf. Just said, why couldn't you have just said bologna? I don't, I don't know. He also suggested Braunschweiger. So. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't take a bite out of it, but it no. might be comfy. It might be the same squish factor as bologna. Maybe more. Yeah. I'm probably going to dream of lunch meat tonight, or deli meat, and uh, you're going to wake up eating your sheets. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't bologna. (laughs) Bamboozled. (laughs) That is, yeah, that was an intriguing question. There's really not that many more choices. If you're like a shredded chicken, though, That'd give you some comfort, and then it'd kind of wrap you up in a little hug, you know? Keep you warm. 
I'm thinking way too much into this. Probably going to get a text from you tomorrow morning. You'd be like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. <laughs> I changed my mind. You need to edit the podcast. <laughs> Send me a voicemail and I'll edit it in. <laughs> uh, well, good times. That's all I've got today. Yeah, I, I don't think we got any new reviews. <laughs> I'm crying over here, people. Me too. Yeah, so if you uh, if you haven't left us a review yet in the rating and you feel obligated to do so because I'm telling you to right now, head on over to Apple Podcasts and uh, leave us a rating and review. And who knows, maybe in a few weeks, if you do leave a review, we could do some sort of little giveaway because we might have something coming kind of soon hint hint wink wink <laughs> get your butts over here <laughs> and if you're not already yeah, go give us um, a follow over on facebook and instagram forward farming podcast we'd love to chat and if you have any topics you want us to talk about um let us know i think this one was kind of fun because i know we just had random questions to answer and I don't know, this has been a weird week, so it's kind of nice to just think about things like deli meat instead of <laughs> the weather. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>